Hello, I'm recording. Me too now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, let me pull out the script. Welcome to the Out of Luck podcast here, meeting in different time zones just for you, bringing you the buzz from Tel Aviv all the way to Amsterdam. I'm Fawn. And I'm Nitsan. And today we're going to go back to being out of luck. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. So <laughs> welcome back. We're. What are we doing today? We're talking about dating. Woohoo! Another dating episode. So as Fawn said last time, we did one lit, circle lit, around lit. the sun. So this is the next step to having another circle around the sun. That didn't make sense, but you got what I meant. (laughs) Uh, So today it's a dating episode and we're going to talk about romanticizing relationships, specifically females romanticizing relationships. And uh, we're so bad at it. Like we literally do it like as a joke not even as a joke like we do it as a joke first and then it turns real it's (laughs) kind of like oh fuck yeah no you kind of like you speak into your reality you know what i mean like you're like yeah how funny would it be if one day we got married and then you're like we're gonna get married yeah 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 like you're with your girlfriends and you're just like oh my gosh like i love this guy so much like i'm gonna i'm gonna like make him put a ring on it (laughs) And then you're sitting there, like, crying because he doesn't actually like When are you going to put a ring on it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I feel like as a girl, even as a guy, like, everybody has, like, a horror story of, like, how they were just, like, head over heels, infatuated. And then all of a sudden, it's like, crap. Everything just hit the fan. Shit hit the fan. Yeah, I think it's not yeah. fair for us to say only girls do it, but I think it's more common in girls. It's maybe. more common in girls. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's also common yeah, in boys, maybe. but we just Reach out. Like, tell it. us if it's common in boys or not. Like, send us a message on Instagram. Yeah, we let know. us know. Let oh, us know if uh, well, I'll make any a of poll, you men And then you guys can this. answer it. Yeah. Oh, do perfect. Do guys romance Yes, go funny. Yeah. By the way, when you make a poll on, like, Spotify, right? It's on Spotify. We should also do it yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but then, like, people aren't really, like, scrolling yeah. down. Like, the only person that's answering the polls is, like, my mom and me. I answer the own poll. I answer my own poll. <laughs> but if it's on Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like people will answer. True. Like, Yaakov would for sure true, answer true, over true. Instagram. Okay, anyways, let's continue. So... I feel like we're going to do expectations <laughs> versus reality of, like, romanticizing relationships and how it, like, goes 0 to 100, like, 100% wrong so quick. And also, I think mm-hmm. maybe, like, I'm not an expert because I'm queen of romanticizing. <laughs> but I think that it could be a good idea to, like, let's do this as, like, self-help vibes, therapy session how do we stop romanticizing like what are some things that you know you can do in advance to like set yourself up for success in dating 
wait i need mm-hmm. to like i take i like this toy that away because my dog i'm gonna put him in his cage right. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. No. guys fawn's dog is starting to become a special feature of every episode <laughs> like so dramatic this dog is honestly because i just got him chemically castrated because he's like naughty galore and like now it's like three to six weeks really bad like attitude and then it's gonna yeah. get better hopefully but bear with me Anywho's, let's continue let's get started <laughs> okay let's get started how should we start this i so. don't know well, I don't know. I feel like first, let's hear how things are going with you and uh, Mr. Guy. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, me and Mr. Guy. Um, guys, I'm dating. <laughs> Anyways, so me and Mr. Guy, we'll call him Mr. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, like, really sweet. And we're dating for, like, two months now. Um, but this is the guy that I told you guys that like on my birthday week, I went on a date, (laughs) like that one date on my birthday week. So he's that guy. Um, I don't know if I actually said said he was your scientific experiment on my birthday week. I had, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this guy is, (laughs) he's the scientific experiment. Um, but no, 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 (laughs) he's really sweet. You guys, but so, okay. So that's Mr. Guy. Things are going well, I think. But then I'm like, this is like where romanticizing comes in. Like, what if I'm just delusional? Well, I think things are going well. We have pretty open communication. And he's really supportive of, like, my feelings and stuff. Um, Yeah, but then, like, it's not that we haven't, like, had our arguments and stuff. But I feel like my way of dating or how I approach dating with him it was like made for the relationship to be like pretty intense pretty quickly as in like not like like as an emotional intense intense you know like mm-hmm. mentally because I let, did I tell you guys how I did it so basically I went on a date with him and then like I really got to know him. Yeah, I told them. Yeah. I told you guys. Like, I got to know him, and then I compared, like, the information that I know about him and see, like, was it actually, like, did I actually, like, learn something about him as a person, or did he just let me talk? And then, like, I don't know. I have, like, kind of, like, trust issues. (laughs) Like, it's really hard for me to trust people. Um, But then I feel like because we took that extra time to, like, get to know each other, like, mentally... Um, it allowed me to feel a lot safer Mm -hmm. with him with like if I had to cry or if I have to like open up and say like hey I was just about to say his name (laughs) hey um, like this is making me uncomfortable or that's making me uncomfortable like but then at the same time like I still have like my flaws where like I need to approach the situation in like a more neutral Mm -hmm. tone and not just be like, this makes me angry, blah, 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 you know. But, um, yeah, overall, it's going really well. I'm trying not to romanticize. And, like, it's difficult because, like, the girlfriends around me, they're like, oh, my God, are you in love? And it's just like, shut up. 
like don't put that thought that's in my why head. i didn't even ask is he your boyfriend <laughs> is he i don't want to ask because i don't want you to get start thinking about it yeah yeah but yeah we like i feel like yeah i don't know like we're kind of like official but but you're going with life at the same time like i you're going with the yeah flow. we're going with life and it's also like I feel like for the first time, it's not that I, like, I'm not going to say that. No, I'm totally romanticized. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it doesn't help when your girlfriends are like, oh, my God, is he the one, blah, 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 blah. Because it's just, like, take it easy. Like, I've known this guy for, like, two months, and he's nice and all, but at the same time, like, I've only known mm-hmm. him for two months. You know? But anyways, yeah, so that's me. I think you're doing a pretty good job at not romanticizing your life so far, but we'll get into that soon. Yeah, because I think, yeah, I'll tell you, like, what I've done to, like, not romanticize about it. Uh, I feel like my thing was all over the place, by the way, so sorry. But, like, it's confidential information (laughs) for now. (laughs) For now. Um, For now. Okay, well, I'm very happy that's happening. I've I've watched this... uh, situationship grow Unfold. and it's very nice and i i like to hear about the communication that goes on there i think it's very healthy yeah. so far and doing pretty good um i had a lot of happy updates last podcast that we recorded and today it's a little bit different vibes yeah. but i'll stick to the happy news and then we'll get to the it's not even sad news it's just changing news but I went on a few dates with a mm. few guys, which yeah. I'm kind of proud of because for me, when I used to go on a date with one guy, there are some prospects. There are out some prospects. There. I'll give it that. But also yeah. for me, when I used to go on a date with a guy, like even one. Well, first of all, let's just start with the fact that I was never really asked on a date until the guy that you all know who recently we I speak about pretty much every episode, but. I've been going on dates, which is very nice. But in the past, when I would hang out with someone even one time, I would give them my 110% loyalty. Mm. And they never return. It's just like, yeah, take it all. I'm here to support you. I am yours. Call me any day, anytime. I'm yours. I am yours. All eyes, all ears, all hands, everything. Mm -hmm. And I would always end up. You need me to bring you your yeah. lunch, I'll do it. You need me to pick you up from school, yeah. I'll do it. You, you want me to, to come sleep over at your crazy. house despite the fact that I live alone and have a dog and live in a very far city from you? Okay, I'll come do it. Even if that means I have to yeah. wake up at 6 a.m. to come home to walk my dog, I'll do it. Which is fucking ridiculous in my opinion. Sorry, parents, for the swearing. I know we're trying, but that was just ridiculous. We are. We really are trying. (laughs) But um, I'm proud of myself now because I've gone on a few dates with a few different guys and I'm not giving every single one of them my 100% loyalty. I'm not. And I also feel like 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 when you tell me about the date, like I feel like you're also like, yeah. Like, you're more, like, taking a step back and viewing the situation as in, like, oh, my God, Bon, like, he was so amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I, I'm, not, uh, <laughs> I'm not jumping into the deep waters, as people like to say. I'm observing and learning and seeing what I like and what I don't like. Nitsan, that's not what people say. What, jumping say. in the deep waters? In the deep end? 
My grandma told me, you can go over there again. I rang the doorbell. He said, my mom is still not home, but I'll take the money. I gave him 300. It cost 260. I told him, keep the change. 10 minutes later, he rang my grandmother's doorbell, came to give me the change. And it was a lot of back and forth like that. Um, and nothing ever happened between us because of the amount of embarrassment both of us experienced with mm. every single situation. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm talking to you five years of this. Like, hey, I want to bake an egg. Go get an egg from Shuf's house. I knock on the door. I get an egg. Ten minutes later, he knocks on my door to get the butter. Like, what is going on? Are both our parents cooking cake right now? I don't understand. It's giving off very, like, American picket fence vibes. <laughs> it's really like that. And when I was it's telling giving, my mom this... And, like, that's nice in Albany, and there's, like, literally on Netflix, True Crime, the, na the, the family next door or some shit with... Uh, that guy that killed his wife. Yeah. I know. I don't Bro. know how I just thought of that. But anywho's <laughs> Not only Netflix. That's literally the my grandmother's other neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> anyways. What <the> so. <laughs> Dude, like, on the other side of the fence. Like, that literally happened. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not the wife, the niece. But oh same storyline. <laughs> but... Pretty much, it was just very, very embarrassing, very awkward, very uncomfortable. When I was telling my mom this, she was laughing. She said, oh, it's very cute. That's how, like, the Spanish people used to do, like, because my grandfather is Spanish. So she said, like, they used to go and, like, that's how they used to set people up like that. And I was like, okay, but we're not in the 50s. We're in 2022, and it's very embarrassing. And both of us are aware that they're trying to set us up. That's why it's so embarrassing. Like, Whenever we see each other, we don't even say hi because it's embarrassing. It's like a hmm. And we look away because it's so embarrassing. And like my uncle, oh my, my aunt, everyone is a part of it. Anyways, pretty much he texted my grandma that day when with the money payment and everything. He texted her inviting me over for coffee. Uh, he said that he was having two friends over and that I was welcome to join them. But of course, my grandmother only reads her texts five hours in delay. And that's in a good case scenario. So when she saw that it was already evening time and she told me, go over there now. And I said, no, you stupid lady. It was five hours ago. Guys, I love my grandmother. I'm really not shitting on her. I don't call her stupid lady. But just in that situation, it was a very silly situation. Anywho, he ended up somehow getting my number or I got his number. I don't even know. And somehow we ended up texting and we went for coffee and it was a very nice coffee. A little bit embarrassing. We were both kind of like giggling of embarrassment the whole entire time because five years of us seeing each other and always trying to be set up and then all of a sudden we're sitting out for coffee it was kind of funny but and weird mm -hmm. uh but it was really nice and he was very sweet and then he texted me asking if i want to watch a movie so we watched a movie as well and he came over to my house and we were hanging out at my house uh he's the guy who by the way he kissed me and then i felt like he was trying to go further than just kissing and i said to him hey stop hold your horses and he said, what? And I said, that's not, not for me, not today. I have only met you twice. And he said, okay, I respect that. Um, and he's been really sweet. We've been texting back and forth. You have to stand your ground, girls. Stand, stand your, your ground. ground. Don't, let, don't ever like, feel pressure. I'm not joking, but like Mr. Man, my Mr. Mans, he actually said like he thinks that that's quite like attractive. Yeah. And it is. It is. To be able to, like, stand your ground and be like, ah, 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 ah. I'll tell you why it's attractive. No, because no, 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 it no. shows confidence. 
And it shows self-respect. And self-respect. Very true. Yeah. Self-respect also means you love yourself. So, hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so that was really nice. And after that, by the way, I was sure he was going to get his ass up and leave, but he didn't. He ended up staying for three more hours, and we ended up talking. It was a really fun night. Um, and he is now in Sinai in Egypt, so... I haven't seen him since, but we've been texting back and forth, and it's been very nice. Um, and he's probably... So we'll give you an update when she gets the next update herself. Yeah, why? Well, I have to tell my parents not to listen to this episode because I really did not... I, nobody in my family knows that I've been seeing him or talking to him or anything. <gasps> I forgot. <laughs> because, uh, because I don't want them to make a big deal out of it, and I know they will, and if anything doesn't work out between us, I don't want them to be aware that it was even an option um but whatever it's okay i'll just tell my parents not to listen to this or whatever they can listen to it and now they'll know i don't care guys shoof you don't even know oh wait you do know who shoof is because i said he was my sefta's neighbor okay whatever okay 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 okay. i feel like we're we got so far away even i'm way off track i was just updating it's okay we'll leave Um, a timestamp. but here is where it goes back okay. on track. I am not romanticizing yeah, the she's situation. Level headed, logical. I am taking it day, day. Yeah. by day. I'm enjoying his company, but I'm not sitting on my couch and thinking about what we're going to look like mm-hmm. five years from now, which is something I used mm-hmm. to do. Um, which leads me to. Yeah. To okay, which leads her to banana. <laughs> leads me to banana. Banana. <laughs> banana. Unana. He was my best friend. <laughs> he. We went out. We didn't work out as going out. We decided to stay friends. However, the whole entire time that we decided to stay friends, I was in love with him. Yeah. And he claimed to be in love with me. And we just decided to stay friends. Recently, we really crossed the line of, like, we really became friends because he started coming over to me after dates Mm -hmm. and telling me how his dates were going. It was very hard for me because I had 100% romanticized the whole situation with him. And do you think, like, in your head, like, there was, like, a sense of, like, hope? Yes, I was living in a false reality. I was sure that we were going to stay friends, and when he graduated college, we were going to get married. In my head, we were never even going to date. Like, we were going to stay friends, and then eventually he was going to propose to me, and we were going to get married. Girl, we were friends. I'm sorry, that's so next-level romance. Like, I've never been there. (laughs) I know. I know. I was, I'm telling you, I was living in a false reality, because let me tell you why. He gave me false hope. Yeah. That is true. He, he was, was treating really me playing like his girlfriend. Like, he was really like, because he was like, you know, the type of guy that it's just like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not looking for anything serious. But then, like, I still want to hang out with you. And I still want to call you like my girlfriend. And I want to hold your hand and blah, 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 blah. It's just like, sorry, sorry. It's not even that. It's like when we were together, he really gave me his 110%. But he realized he couldn't do it. So he kept telling me mm. right now I can't be in a relationship. Right now, I can't be in a relationship. Right now, right now, right now, let's just be friends. But being friends does not mean 
buying me gifts yeah. every time you come and see me. It does not mean coming yeah. and seeing me after a bad date to take me out for ice cream. It does not mean mm-hmm. calling me whenever you're having a bad day. And it doesn't, er, you know what? Fine. Friends can do that. But it doesn't mean coming over to my house and cuddling with me yeah. on the couch when you're having a bad day. And it doesn't mean texting me before every single thing like good luck you're gonna be amazing and yes all these things sound like oh he's such a good friend he's such a good friend but he was doing it Mm. in a romantic way and like also it i think it's really important to say that like when it's a relationship between guy and girl as in like relationship friendship relationship like when it's a okay when it's a friendship right the line is very thin when it comes to confiding your feelings yeah because sometimes like as a girl you know like when you have a guy friend like you want to like because i have a lot of guy friends and like i treat them like my girlfriends and i you can't do that because i want to tell them like oh my gosh this is happening with this person and that's happening with this guy and i'm like stressed out because i don't know if he likes me or not and i feel like as a girl like me in the past why i have so many guy friends is all is one because i like guys better and it's just easier to get along with them but also because when you go to a guy for dating advice as a girl you have the expectation that the guys know each other you know like that guys have like this code between yeah. them that is like universal yeah. so like he can definitely answer the questions but that's not the case and it's like it's it's not i don't know how to explain it it's just like not all girls are the yeah. same and then yeah exactly but then it's the things that you confide in with your guy friends like guys you have to keep in mind like i'm not saying that all guys are not like emotional but guys don't have the same level of like emotional response to things as girls so when you talk about like close-knit things like your dating life and all these things and if the guy reciprocates and he talks about his dating life and stuff like that Mm -hmm. guys don't really get to vent Guys don't really talk, guys between mm-hmm. themselves, they don't really talk about these things. So when they get the opp- opportunity to do so, also for them, it it becomes a feeling that like, oh, I've never had the opportunity to talk like this. And then that's when guys start romanticizing. Because it's like, oh, I can be with this girl because we get along so well and we talk, mm-hmm. have such good communications and we talk. But then for the girl side, you're literally just her guy friend. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I just cracked I think, the code. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> did. And I think that's kind of what happened between him, me and him. But, like, not only from him, also from me. Yeah. Like, we, we trauma bonded really hard and we became really close over that. And he said to me he'd never spoken, spoken to any girl like the way that he speaks to me. In a yeah. good way. Like, he opened up to me in a way that he'd never opened up to anybody before. And I think that's what made us very close. And that's what grew mm. for us to love each other very, very much. However, I was in love with him. Mm. He made me feel like he was in love with me. He was not. And I realized yeah. that. Yeah. And you cannot also, like, you cannot go from having, like, when I say romantic, it's like when you mm-hmm. kiss somebody, that's romantic. Just putting it simply. Like, when you have a romantic relationship with somebody, in my opinion, the chances of you going back to being just friends again is never going to be there. Because there's always... It can be, but at the same time, there's always going to be some type of tension. Like, yeah, just I even agree. a little bit. You, you can even, like, 
it's not that you're like wanting to go back to be with the person that like you had a romantic interest with but it's just on the basis that like you know you're going you're going to hang out and you're just like i don't have feelings for him anymore but then it's like you catch eyes and you're just like that one glance is like oh my gosh but then like you know i think it's not even that i think it's just like i think if i had moved on to a new relationship and he had moved on to a new relationship and we would have stayed friends, then maybe it would have been able to mm-hmm. happen because we both were very yeah. important to each other. But the fact that I was not moving on to a different... I was mm. not even... I was saying I was open-minded for other things, but I was not open-minded for other things. I was convinced that me and him were going to, in a few years, be together. And in my head, I was going to take mm. those few years to work on myself, to work on my yoga, to work on my career. And from then on... I would be able to be with him because I would be in a better place and he would be in a better place. And that's what in my head was was happening, where in his head that was not happening. And and I was unaware of that. I was under the impression me and him were in the same mindset. And that's and by the way, guys, I was under that impression because that's the impression that he gave me. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Like, That's one thing that has to be, like, important, like, that you have to note. Because, like, sometimes romanticizing... Okay, on one hand, you can romanticize things from yourself, right? Like, internally. Like, you look at a person yeah. and you picture all these things, like, that you can... That are possible to happen. Like, oh, getting married, like, having children, blah, 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 blah. Like, this fantasy world that you're living in. But on yeah. the other hand, with dating culture nowadays, because it's so messed up, and there are so many options like people are putting in like feelings and stuff that they don't intend to and then it messes with the other person's head like that's the thing about being like quote unquote emotionally unavailable when guys say that they just don't want to commit to being in a relationship but they want all the perks of being in a relationship and that yeah. really messes with somebody's head because you have to understand that like you yeah. grow a co- connection and an like like let's say an attachment to somebody because you're spending time with them because you're in each other's lives you know and you have to understand that that comes with consequences that like you you have to remember that other people have feelings other people have feelings and you shouldn't take that for granted and you shouldn't it should mean a lot you know it shouldn't be thrown around dilly dally like so easy like it is now Especially if it's someone that you claim to care about. Like, if you say something as a person, stick with your word, you know? When you say something out there, you cannot take it back. And honestly, like, it's really difficult because, you know, everything that you say to you... Like, you could be saying all these different things. You could be saying, like, a whole, like, entire, what is it called, paragraph of things... And maybe one sentence out of that entire paragraph is going to stick in the other person's head. So you need to be able to pick your words really carefully. Mm -hmm. You need to be truthful for what you say. And I'm guilty for it. Sometimes when I get angry, I say things that, you know, take a dig personally on other people. And I've been called out for it many times. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, in the reverse, if you're going to say something to somebody and like manipulate their feelings towards you be when they like you that's also so like horrible to do 
And I think sometimes people manipulate situations not realizing that that's what they're doing. And I yeah. think that's kind of what happened between me and it's him. Just but like I think at one words. point, I think eventually he realized that yeah. he was doing it. And when he realized, he didn't stop. What happened mm. was he told me when we were dating that he sees himself marrying me and that scares him. And that's why we stopped dating. Um, part of the reason. And... To me, what stuck with me is that he sees himself marrying me. So even when we were just friends and he was like, yeah, I went out with this girl. Yeah, I went out with that girl in my head. He's like talking to me about all these girls. Like, but he he doesn't see himself marrying them. He sees himself marrying me. He's like, yeah, we're going to take a few years to ourselves, whatever. I don't care. He can be with whoever he wants. We're not dating. But at the end, we're going to be together. And that's in my head what it was because he told me that. And I saw a future with him, too. That's not the case. (laughs) Long story short, over this past week, he said and did some very hurtful things to me. And it kind of hit me that everything that I had in my head was not reality, (laughs) was fake. Mm. And it I realized how how badly I was romanticizing the situation and it really hit me hard and I kind of just removed him from my life because he was taking advantage of it and I think it's fucked up for people to do that I think he realized that yeah I I literally told him I was like I've been in love with you the last six months I've barely like spoke to anyone else and you're going out here dating all these people and he was like well, I didn't ask yeah. you to not date anyone. Yeah, you didn't ask me to, but you also told me that you want to marry me. So you didn't need to ask me to not date anyone. I'm a loyal person. Mm. <laughs> um, and that's where the loyal to a fault kicks in. <laughs> yeah. Just one second. I think that this is, it's going to make my life easier at least. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Go We're going to quickly drop into the sponsorship. <laughs> Hey, Audible. With Audible. So just listen to that clip one sec and then we'll be right back. Hey, Nitan, guess what? What? You know how you love reading books, but it takes you forever to finish them because it's hard for you to focus and you go back to rereading and then get super frustrated? Yeah. Well, fear no more. I found this incredible app that you can download onto your devices for free and listen to your books. No way. That's awesome. What's it called? Audible. And there's a lot more cool things that you can find on Audible as well. Ooh, now that you mentioned it, I've heard Audible has not only audiobooks, but exclusive podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't be able to find anywhere else. Want to know another cool thing about Audible? Yeah. You can listen to it whenever and wherever because you can download titles and listen to them offline. No way. I just Googled Audible, actually, and I found that it's the leading provider of the spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. But I still don't get exactly how it works. Okay, well, every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, and, as well, guided meditation programs. But what if I forget to or don't have time to or just simply can't decide what to listen to that month? Do my credits go to waste? 
No, no, no. That might be the best part. You can save your monthly credits for up to a year even, and then use them to binge a whole series later if you want. Oh, I can't wait to download Audible. This is going to be awesome. Instead of listening to E! News when washing the dishes and cleaning my house, I'm literally going to be able to listen to an audiobook. Yeah, and thank you, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. Check out Audible at audibletrial.com slash outofluck for a 30-day free trial period as an Audible premium member. You can get your first credit for their premium selection as well as unlimited access to Audible podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. And we'll receive a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. So don't forget to check out audibletrial.com slash outofluck. Link down below in the description box audibletrial.com slash out of luck that's a-u-d-i-b-l-e-t-r-i-a-l dot com slash out of luck back to the episode okay guys now we're back we're back good thinking funny i like that you did that yeah oh my gosh because it's like so difficult and then like it cuts the story in half anyways so we've got we've unloaded unloaded. i feel like nitsan has a lot more things because i don't really want to go like out with the public i just want to keep like for the first time in my life i want to keep like the relationship which is very okay (laughs) which is good yeah so yeah and then i think that now we're going to talk about like romanticizing in general yeah yeah (laughs) okay so i feel like i don't know like where to even begin you know there's different types of romanticizing and i think we can begin there i think we kind of touched on it but i think we can start there if you want yeah the false hope romanticizing so let's just say like when we when when we talk about romanticizing I say this as if, like, Nitsan, like, I know her answer, but I don't. So you can also disagree <laughs> with me, Nitsan. Like, when I say romanticizing, I'm thinking, like, like, okay, the other day I was talking about my man to my mom, right? And then my mom said to me, like, you know, make sure that he actually likes you as much as you like him. Okay. And that hit me, and I was just like, shit dude i'm an overthinker and that made me overthink you know because like and that's honestly true like when she said that like i had to go and ask him that's the only person i could ask i was like do you feel the same way that i feel about you and even then like it's so general because it's like who the scale it's like that scene from the office where michael's like what's the score and then pam's like i don't know at one point you gave stanley 10 points and kevin a thumbs up and the other guy a gold star <laughs> you know like there's no conversion chart for that there, type yeah of situation. there's no way to measure it yeah there is no way but i feel like when she said that it took me back a lot to like situations where i was completely head over heels in love with whoever it was and mm-hmm. they genuinely didn't feel any type of like feeling well they did feel feelings towards me but like it was n- not at the same level whatsoever you know mm-hmm. and the situation there is also like it it's also difficult because i have a friend who he was with this girl and 
everything seemed to be going fine, and then out of the blue, she broke up with him. In situations like that, that's where romanticizing becomes really a bad thing yeah. because you need to have open communication. You need to talk, like, you know, how to say it. Like, you need to talk about your feelings and how everybody else in the situation is feeling because to in my friend's situation for him everything was going fine for her she must have been overthinking like how am i gonna break up with this guy like thinking 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 for months for months already you know and he's mm-hmm. living in la la land thinking like everything's fine but for months she's been wanting to break up with him and that's not fair for him you know you need to have open communication and like i said to right. my guy i was just like if you don't like me anymore please say it to my face you know say it to my face because that would save yeah. my feelings like of course it's gonna hurt if he ever said that but say it to my face because i'd rather know what's going on than be left in the dark well i think that's the most important thing i think that you can never it's not fair to say does he like you as much as you like him it's more like are you guys are on the same page yeah because you can't really measure feelings right but you can always measure the direction that a relationship is taking and and the way to do that is by communicating feelings and even then and talk about like your goals in life like what you want to do like what type of person you want to to be the type of things that you expect from your person like i don't know i don't know like you need to talk like have open conversations about like the future and i know that's like like, i'm 23 like i'm nowhere near marrying anybody or having any children not at all but at the same time it you know you need to start having these conversations and practice practice having these conversations because by the time you're 33 and if you're still dating if you've never had this conversation it's gonna be still as difficult as it is when you're 23 you know right a hundred percent and i think communication is a means of a relationship Mm -hmm. if you have good communication Mm -hmm. no matter what everything will be okay really but but banana communicated to me that he Mm -hmm. was not looking for what i was looking for and anyways for the last six months and you need to you need to hear that as well because like that's what i was gonna bring up because i was sat on my butt thinking like oh my gosh how come like nobody ever wants to like commit to me and nobody ever wants to like be my actual boyfriend and stuff but first of all i'm not vocalizing that to them and what Mm -hmm. they're vocalizing to me like i would go on dates with guys and then like the on the first date even they'd be like by the way i'm emotionally unavailable and i'm not looking for anything and for me it's like oh that's fine like me too but it's like no it's not it's not what i want and i'm just like playing into their game and especially as girls you really think that like you have the power to change a guy but you don't Mm -hmm. you know and instead of going out there and like hanging around the emotionally unavailable guys just ask questions like on your first date be like what are you looking for blah 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 blah. tell them your intentions and if they agree to it then you can not use it against them but you can solidify yourself by saying like when they do something that you know doesn't follow what you want you can say hey listen from the beginning i've said this and Mm -hmm. you heard me or at least you said you did and then continue from there you know because like 
if you go into things with somebody trying to change them into what you want it's not going to work out it's not yeah. going to work out and it's not going to be healthy and like i'm guilty for that but then Me my too. transition into like my dating nowadays or like my relationship now it's like i i'm just honest like just be honest with a person you know if you say something if you put yourself out there yeah. and tell somebody yeah. else what you're looking for and what you want you can have two options that return yes or no yes they will comply or no or or no or no Claire. Right. <laughs> or no <laughs> but, but um uh what was i saying like they can say yes or they can say no or there might be that one person out there that's like a dickhead and just like is there to manipulate and you know like gaslight there's always gonna be that person there's always gonna be the person who will gaslight yeah. you and manipulate yeah. there's you. always gonna be that person but what i was gonna say is that when your mom said that to you and you kind of like hesitated yeah. and you started overthinking and whatever what i was gonna say is that mm. you feel it you feel it with banana i felt that there was that slight doubt i felt that there was something holding him back yeah. i ignored it i pushed it aside i didn't care i chose to not listen to that little mm. feeling that i felt it you feel when someone reciprocates yeah. their yeah. feelings towards you and if you don't then yeah then it's not there and it won't be there and that's that's it and i don't care anyone can say what but they I want but like that's the truth i agree with you but also like on a different note i feel like because i had a conversation um i won't name any names <laughs> but like for just because like it's yeah. their story so i don't want to like intrude but i do feel like there are guys out, like okay i think it's a reoccurring trend that guys just have like one relationship in their life that just like scars them for the yeah. rest of it <laughs> okay and i'm not trying to generalize but like it's a real thing even girls have it but i feel like it's more common with guys um and in that situation you know wanting to commit or going through with the commitment of having a relationship is like more difficult for example how do i say it like for example if you say to a guy like listen i'm looking for a relationship and he goes okay i'm cool with that i also would would like to pursue one and then he starts having like getting cold feet i don't honestly sometimes it is a sign to get out but it's also sometimes things just need to be brought to the surface you know because it's the conversation the question is how hard though yeah exactly but then the thing is like i feel like you know that that topic of like should you talk about your exes with your current partner i think it's mm -hmm. important to because because those are your traumas those are your things that you're carrying around that have shifted your perspective of of like being in a relationship and having that like intimacy with somebody else right so it's like this happened with this other person that's why i'm scared of this and this and this you know mm -hmm. like it's an, it's an important conversation to have um but then on the same time i have a situation where like the person not that they're like they're hesitant to commit because they can't trust themselves 
and that's not to say anything is with me like they just need time before they Mm -hmm. can commit but then at the same time like my response to that was like right now like this time is gonna be the same as any other time and you know if you look at it in a bigger perspective like when you're waiting to do something think Mm -hmm. about why you're actually waiting you know like if you're saying to yourself like i'm i'm not dating right now because i'm trying Mm -hmm. to better myself as a person but then on the other end of the stick like if you're gonna wait to date until you become perfect you're gonna be waiting your whole life you're gonna be waiting your whole life nobody's perfect nobody's perfect oh by the way here's a line for you guys um if i'm too much for you go find less like that keep it in your head like if i'm too much for you go find less i think that's really important to hold accountable for yourself because like if somebody can't handle what you're giving they're not the one for you and that just means that you know it doesn't mean you have to dim your light i agree i also think it's very general though like i'm just talking because of my experience that i really just had with banana because we Everything you just said, we did. Open communication, talked about our history, even trauma bonded over our history, even this, even that, literally everything. But, and we claimed to communicate our feelings and he was aware that I had feelings for him. He claimed to have had feelings for me. Communication was, so we thought, Mm -hmm. on point. It was Mm -hmm. not. And, And for me, the reason I decided that I didn't want to be a part of that relationship in the beginning, we decided to just stay friends, was because I accepted the fact it would take him longer to get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. I waited. I was patient. I was understanding. I was understanding with his reactions. I was understanding with his mm-hmm. triggers. He was with most of mine. And at one point, I was like, how much longer am I going to have mm-hmm. to do this for? Mm-hmm. Because I agree that it takes time, and I agree... But I don't think that it should be so hard. But then hard. it's also like, exactly, it shouldn't be so hard. But then the thing is like, at least in my case, the fear of commitment came from the other person, not from me, right? And then yeah, I was like, what is like, what, like I said, how is right now different to in two weeks time? How are, how are you going to miraculously change like that? Or... You know, like, what am I waiting for? That's what I said. I was like, what am I waiting for? Like, what are, what are you actually making me wait for? Um, and in that situation, uh, the guy just, like, felt that he needed to... Something that he wanted to tell me, but it was, like, quite an intense story for him to say. And so, of course, he had his, like, apprehensions and he was nervous. And so, like, that's fair. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. if he didn't say it, then there's going to be no progress. You know, you're going to be sitting there. And so I said to him, I was just like, if you're not going to, like, open up and let me in, then the situation is never going to change. And I'm better off just getting up and leaving because I'm literally waiting for somebody who's, like, can fix the situation in two minutes. But that's the point is that when you said this to the person, they responded well, right? And they shared yeah. with you what they were going through. Yeah. And you had a good response to that, and it broke the ice between you two. But that's not yeah. always the situation because we started off yeah, of being course. open yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. We started off as friends mm-hmm. just talking about that kind of stuff. 
Mm. And everything was out in the open. Everything was communicated literally the first two days we hung out. Like we, mm. I have major baggage and I dropped it, all the bombs on him the first day he was at my yeah. house. He dropped all his bombs on me the first day he was at my house. He has major baggage too. Man, everybody's just so trauma-bounded, huh? It's yeah, but, but the fact that we communicated it did not change yeah. anything. Yeah. It, even with me knowing his trauma and me coming and being there and healing his, healing, quote-unquote, like being there for him, like understanding, hey, I know you're behaving like this because of that and it's okay, but I'm not her. Mm-hmm. I am not her. Both sides have to accept the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm saying it's not always like that in every single situation. Because in your case, the person allowed you in and allowed to say, yeah, OK, she's right. Like, what am I waiting for? There's nothing to wait for. In mine and Banana's situation, it was <laughs> he's he I understood that he needed time and he was scared of commitment. And I gave him the time that he needed. And I said, OK, we'll take as much time as we need, mm-hmm. even if it takes years until I realize it's not. Worth the commitment yeah. that's in the way yeah it's not that and it's not it's worth the energy you know right yeah. it's so tiring and it's so frustrating and i said why do i need to feel like this yeah i need to feel wanted by the person i'm with i don't need to sit and wait for him to yeah. want me yeah despite the fact that he says he loves me yeah then why do i have to sit here and wait yeah and when i said that to him he didn't take it like your person yeah. he said i still need time yeah and that's what I'm saying, that it's not always that, like that in every single situation. It's hard to gauge because it's like, you, you just never know, like, you know, when you say to somebody like, hey, this is like the last line for me, unless you do this, like, I'm done. When you put that out there, you honestly need to learn, need to know that, that you can trust yourself Hold to yourself pick yourself up because they might say no. You know, they might they might be like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Then I'm then I can't do it. You yeah. know, and you need to hold yourself accountable, too. Yeah. And it's like, yes, you're an important person, but not everybody is gonna gonna be your person, you know? Yeah. You need to be honest with yourself and you need to be honest with the person that you're seeing. Like, because I used to be like oh, it's okay, like, I don't need to be first priority in your life because, like, you have friends and stuff like that. Like, no, no. You're an important person, and if somebody else decides to date you and decides to call you their significant other and their, like, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever term it is, that comes with a sense of priority, you know? Like, if you want to date me, make me a priority in your life. Yeah. Like, I deserve it because I've picked you and you've picked me. And, like, I'm not just there for, like, hey, can I come over and we can watch TV? No. I want to learn about you. I want to do activities. I want to, you know, spend time, pick at your brain and stuff, whatever. But, like, yeah. I'm not there to be second fiddle to anything. Yeah. And girls, girls and guys, when I say that, if it's family matters, work, that's different that's different like don't come in between that unless it's going like out of control and like the guy's a workaholic or whatever but don't come in between that because mm-hmm. that's just being selfish in my opinion 
Like, if somebody has, like, a family... I agree. Yeah. I think that a relationship... A relationship needs to complement your life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to change your life. Yeah. It needs to add on to it. Like, someone should should feel like at the end of the day, yeah. oh, I had such a good day at work, and I had such a good workout, and now I can't yeah. wait to go talk to my significant other. Not, oh, I would rather work mm-hmm. out than go to her, or I'd rather go to a bar with my yeah. friends. That, yeah. No, then, then don't be with yeah. her. Then don't be with him. You should, it should be a plus. It should be a, yeah, like, an advantage. If you put it, it into, be like, a different good. perspective, right? Okay, so Mr. Mans he doesn't like to pick up like he he picks up my phone calls and he <laughs> likes calling me and whatever but sometimes like with his friends and stuff or like with his family everybody has it like your family calls and you're just like oh i really don't feel like talking right now or you're not in the mood to i have tried to at least pick up whenever like if sometimes i really mm-hmm. just don't see my phone or whatever or like i'm playing sports and i'm busy and then i forget to respond or call back i have kind of like bad like ptsd from like my dad um so when people call i always pick up because i'm always nervous that it could be something bad right and so I don't wait the mandatory, like, five minutes to text somebody back. Like, if I see the message right away, mm-hmm. I'm responding right away because it just makes my life easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, Mr. Mans, like, gets a phone call, and then you see, like, the hesitation in his face, right? Be the person that says, like, take the call, pick up, you know? Be the person to tell them to pick up because mm-hmm. you don't want to be the chick who's just like, no, don't answer, like, spend time with me. That's, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. You know, unless it's, like, something really that you know is not important. Yeah. But at least pick up and, like, you know, you can always say, like, for example, if you were calling with something and I was with Mr. Mans, then I would pick up and I would be like, hey, what's up? And if there's something wrong, then you're getting my priority. Nitan is getting my priority. And Mr. Mans can wait. (laughs) On the other end of the stick, if Nitan called me, she's like, hey, girl, what's up? Like, wants to gossip. Like, unless it's juicy as fuck, <laughs> then, like, I'll give, then I'll be like, sorry, like, I'll call you back. You know? Like, even when, even Nitan does it with me. Like, sometimes I call her and she's, like, with her family. She's like, bro, I'll call you back. Yeah. 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 Because, because that's, you know, like, yesterday, for example, Fawn called me and I was in the car with my whole entire family. And I could tell in her voice that something was up. And I said, is everything okay? And she started crying. And I started crying with her. Never mind. That's a whole other story. But I heard that she was in need to just say something and let it out. So I was there. And then, okay, we spoke a Mm -hmm. little. And I said, okay, I'll call you later when I get home. We'll talk about it. Got home really late. Let her know that I got home really late. She ended up having other plans. We ended up talking today. That's okay. Yeah prioritizing times is okay like mm-hmm. for example shoof when he was at my house it was our second day we were sitting on the balcony and his friend called him and he answered he said hang on let me make sure everything is okay and he called him put on speaker he's like yo man is everything okay and his friend just went on this diarrhea out of his mouth non-stop just gossiping mm-hmm. and talking and because he was bored walking his dog and he had nobody to talk to and Shuf was like, dude, dude. He kept trying to stop him. He's like, dude, I'm busy. I'll talk to you later. Dude. <laughs> and he ended up just hanging up yeah. on him. He's like, that was not an important call. Yeah. He just is bored and has nobody to talk to. So 
I agree with you. Yeah, it's like understanding like what's actually relevant and where your time should actually go. Yeah. And also but realizing what your actions can do to somebody else. Yeah, like exactly. having someone do that to you mm-hmm. will make you feel like, hey, I'm important to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a priority. Yeah. I don't know. To get back to romanticizing, it's like expectation versus reality. Okay. So expect- ex- blah, 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 blah. expectations is that you find a guy or a girl and everything goes la di da, correct, whatever, right? Reality. That's not the case. That's not the case. Reality nowadays is that people, well, at least for me, I think people need to learn to communicate themselves in a healthy way, be straightforward, be honest. And on the other end of the stick, for me, okay, for me, trust, as I said, is a very difficult thing. And I kept thinking to myself, like, shoot, when I'm in a situation where I don't know if I can trust the other person, my tendency is to walk away. And then in the situation, like the most recent situation that I was in, like I was so mm-hmm. scared because I was just overthinking all of like, what if, what if, what if, what if my mom is always saying like, you're such a what if person, like, and I totally am. But then I said to myself, like, you know what? I might be scared to bits to, like, commit mm-hmm. or, like, to try again, like, because we had, like, a small argument, um, me and Mr. Mans, and I was, like, scared to, like, try again and whatever, and then I said, you know what, yeah, he made a mistake, or yeah, we had, not he made a mistake, we had an argument or whatever, that's not the end of the world, you can make up and talk it out, but if you don't for me it was really a forced situation like if you don't force yourself to try to trust him it, you're, it's another failed thing you know it's going to be the same yeah, you have to prove yourself wrong yeah. you need to to force yourself out of a routine every single time that it was difficult for me in the past i would get up and i would be like no 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 you know yeah and now it was i came to the realization like cuz he's he, he mr man even said to me like if you need to take your time you can do it And then for me, it's like, if I have to take my time, I'm going to overthink even more. And also, what difference is it going to make? Again, if I do it now or if I do it later, right? So I said, listen, I need to force myself Mm -hmm. to trust. And I'm just going to do it. You know, there's no way of being like, like, I was at a loss for words because I was like, how do I say like, okay, like, I'm fine with that, you know? So I was like, I just need to do it. I'll do it. That's what I said. I was like, I'll try again. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I guess that's not, that's not really romanticizing, but like, you know what I mean? I think also with expectations versus reality, I think like, I liked what you said about like in reality, communication is key and whatever. I also think like people just stop having expectations. Mm. It's okay to have expectations for what you want Mm. in a relationship. You can't expect that of another person. Like, I know that I want a man who will make me feel cared about and will make me feel confident and will treat me and will take me out and will pick me up and will do things for me and is successful. And, like, sorry, I was talking this... I I was talking this... I was talking about this with, like, one of my teammates, like, one of my girly girls, Jess. So I was saying to her, like, yeah, I fully tell Mr. Mans, like, I know I'm a princess. Yeah. So treat me like it. (laughs) no shame there and then 
Jess said to me, and like this girl is only okay. like 19. She's so cute. And so she literally said to me, like, I did not put in effort in myself to work on myself to receive a right. half ass effort from this guy. Like, if you're not going to give me what I want, exactly. I will go and find better. I will go and find somebody who will, like, tie my shoes for me, carry my purse, pay my fucking exactly. tone, pay my, pay my toenails. Exactly. You can have expectations for what you want for yourself, but you cannot expect mm -hmm. just because you like a person, you cannot expect that person to do that for you. To be, yeah, to be the one to do that. That's for what you. romanticizing yeah. is. Expecting yeah. somebody that you like yeah. to behave the way that you expect to be treated. Because yeah. you can't expect that from anybody else unless, first of all, unless you communicate it. At mm -hmm. that point, then that's already in their hands to either make you feel that way or say, hey, Mm -hmm. That's not for me. And unfortunately, sometimes you can still fall for manipulation like that. Mm -hmm. But you cannot be like, oh, now I'm going to go on a date with this guy. Even if you say to him, like, yeah, I expect you to da, 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 da. You still can't expect him to do it because he is his own person and mm -hmm. he has his own yeah, expectations. Exactly. And like, I feel like this is then important, like to go back to the beginning, what we were talking about, how like for me, I went on like 10 dates before I even kissed my mans, right? Mm -hmm. You also did the same with Shuf. And in that instance, it's like when you have, when you put your foot down and say like, ah, 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 listen, don't overstep your boundaries because I didn't let you in yet, right? Like when you do things like that, I totally don't even know what I'm talking about. That we were talking about self, uh, self, uh, what's it called? Respect. Because... I, yeah, I yeah, think like you were go going towards the self-respect route because yeah, yeah, yeah. expecting you sh you can't expect people to. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like when you say like when you stand your ground, right. And you say like, listen, you can't like I have self-respect. So don't like overstep your boundaries just yet. Like I'm not ready to to like give myself like, you know, to kiss yeah. you and whatever. Um, like when you do that and the person sticks around still, that already goes to show that that they're willing to at least do something for you, you know, to be there for you. Because there are guys that are going to laugh in your face and be like, you're ridiculous. Like, It's happened to me so yeah. many times. Yeah. But that's also setting yourself your... That's showing mm -hmm. them the expectations you set for yourself. Yeah. That's saying, hey... I know that that's not me and you're not going to make me be like mm -hmm. that because that's mm -hmm. not who I am. And them accepting yeah. it is okay. Like that's what reality is, is mm -hmm. setting expectations for what you know you want and what you know you deserve, but not setting those expectations mm -hmm. on a human being. Mm -hmm. It's setting those expectations for yourself yeah. and then letting yeah. that happen in, in reality. Yeah. Following through. I think we just cracked the code. I think we just cracked the code. I really do. And also this whole conversation was very therapeutic for me because two days ago I went through a very inconvenient thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm realizing how stupid I was. I was such a little bitch. Mm. And just as you said Shuf's name a second ago, he texted me. It was kind of scary. I think but we should quit while we're ahead. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah. place to stop. I think to wrap it all up, hold yourself accountable. Have open co communication and conversation and be direct. Know what you want. And also, on a side note, like, 
don't try to read between the lines if there's nothing there. When a person... People, people say, say what, they, what feel. they feel. And, like, most of the time, you're twisting that to fit your own narrative. And stop doing that. Yeah, like, creating a storyline. If they're saying, I don't want to be a part of this, don't try to, like, swindle them. Tinder swindler. Oh, my God, next episode, can we talk about all the dating stuff? We need to talk to Tinder swindler. And uh, love is wine. Yes. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what next dating episode will be on. Just don't don't hear what's not being said. Yeah. What's being said is the truth. Whatever you're yeah. filling in between the lines, that's bullshit. Yeah. 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 Mama anyway. Toy, I'm sorry. Today I swore. All the swear words came yeah. out of my mouth today. Yeah. Okay. So, next episode, guys, we're talking about mental health. Ooh. I can't wait for the spirituality episode because I want to talk about how I manifested my life right now. But next episode, is about oh, I mental thought you health. had another scary story. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Oh thank wait, you. we have to. We didn't make another audible break, oh, yeah. but it's okay. Whatever. Once again. Thank you guys for listening. As I said, this episode is sponsored by Audible. And here is the clip. (laughs) Yeah, and thank you, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. Check out Audible at audibletrial.com slash outofluck for a 30-day free trial period as an Audible premium member. You can get your first credit for their premium selection, as well as unlimited access to Audible podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. And will receive a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. So don't forget to check out audibletrial.com slash outofluck. Link down below in the description box. audibletrial.com slash outofluck. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash outofluck. Back to the episode. okay um yes so okay don't forget to follow yeah, us on don't our forget socials. to follow us on our socials go to our instagram out of luck dot podcast dot the dot podcast out of luck dot podcast and there nitan has put the link tree with everything else so go check that out thank you as always for listening don't forget to like subscribe yeah. rate leave comments Share. dm us send it to what your do you want to hear yes and uh thanks for listening yeah. guys bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so in sync <laughs>